the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome to... It's your life with J.C. Cooley and... And this is Ray Leonard Jr. I tell you, you know, we got a great show set up for you today. And I tell you, first of all, we're just so happy and blessed that uh, we have this opportunity to come to you all uh, to share our thoughts, our ideas. And, you know, just uh, as a family affair, we all in this together. And we all have issues and concerns in our lives that we have to fight our way through, uh, we have to look for support, uh, we have to try to deal with it on our own. But we're here today, Ray, uh, to tell them that you don't have to deal with this on your own because it's your life, and if you follow the right patterns and directions and guidance, uh, we are all in this together, and we're going to get through it. Absolutely. It, it, it's your life. You only get one. And you got to make the best out of it. And we're here to, to help in any way that we can, to encourage, to help grow, to spread our knowledge, to spread our uh, learning lessons that we've learned over the years, and learn ourselves you know, from young people, from adults, and uh, let's make this world a better place. And, and we got to do that. You know, I tell you what, Ray, I, I believe that uh, before we get heavy off into this, let's, let's share a little bit about ourselves. Uh, so the audience uh, would know uh, who we are, and I started. Well, you like you a superstar, Mr. Cooley. So <laughs> I, I'd love to love to hear who are you. Tell me a little bit about you and your background, and why you're so passionate about helping others. Well, okay, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my education background. I'm a doctorate. I'm a doctorate student at Concordia University. Uh, I'm a graduate of Central Michigan, uh, Notre Dame, Villanova. Um, you know, so uh, I believe in education because uh, during my upbringing, I was told that uh, I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. And, I, you know, I, 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 in the beginning, I kind of let that kind of get me down. Uh, but uh, as the experiences that I went through, the trials and tribulations, I discovered that, you know, no one makes or identify your path. So what was it that made you want to go and, and pursue education in, in the way that you have? I mean, uh, you have more degrees than, than most people I've ever met in my life. But it, it's inspiring to see, you know, the educational process that you took, especially coming from where you came from. So can you tell me a little bit about that? I'm, I'm interviewing you here. So Yes, uh, yes. And, and, and i tell you, um, I was born and raised in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And uh, many out there that's listening to this, I was born to... A wonderful, wonderful woman, my mother. Uh, she 
had 10 kids uh, by six different fathers, and she was never married. And we pretty much grew up in the project. We pretty much grew up, I mean, dirt poor. Uh, and my mom loved us dearly, but she realized that she could not take care of all of us and give us all the attention that uh, we needed. And, I mean, the nourishment, the attention that we needed. So she chose myself and my brother Jerry, which I was number seven, he was number six in the chain of kids, to move to Grand Alabama to uh, uh, live with my aunt and my uncle and my grandmother. And I tell you what, Ray, uh, uh, during that time frame, uh, uh, leaving Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, and even in the project, we had running water, we had uh, food where, you know, we was on government, food stamps and this and that. And, you know, we were surviving. Uh, right. So we had indoor uh, plumbing, bathroom. But w- moving to Alabama, it, that was only about uh, 138 miles across uh, Tennessee to a place called Graham, Alabama. When I got there, uh, we did not have all of those uh, amenities uh, uh, we did not have indoor plumbing. We we had an outhouse. Uh, we did not have running water. We had a well that that um, you know you, we had to go to and wind water like with a rope, not a pump, to get your water and all the necessary things that you need. Uh, you had to go outside and catch your food, and yeah. you know. So you mentioned to me why. Uh, I'm doing what I'm doing and why I'm so passionate about uh, everything that I do is because during that time frame, I learned the true meaning of what love is. I mean, even though we did not have all of the things that uh, most people grew up with, we had this thing called love. And it was never said in, in, during the time I was growing up, but we all always felt it. And... Um, from an educational perspective, and um, I went to school, and everybody was in what we call the schoolhouse. That means from six years of age all the way uh, to high school graduation. So you had an opportunity to learn everything, you know, even as a six-year-old, seven-year-old, that the older kids was learning. And so I learned the value of education during that time frame at that point that that uh wow this is invaluable and i never was that make you have to grow up faster uh growing (laughs) up in in, in that situation where you were uh in the same school with in the same classrooms basically with kids from sixth grade all the way up to 12th grade well you know um from the first grade always to 12th grade uh i wouldn't say that uh you grew up faster but you understood a lot quicker if if we can put it in that perspective because right. you, you never want to lose your, your childhood, uh, you know, when you're growing up. Uh, but, um, yes, I, I can say that uh, I'm, I matured a little uh, faster than most because um, uh, responsibility, you know what you had to do to survive. I mean, you know that you had to get up early in the morning to go and do your chores, and you know uh, education and you in school and you, and and the teacher is not going to have a whole lot of time to spend individually on one because uh, you had all different ages in there. 
So education has always been a passion. And I was always told uh, that I couldn't do this and I, I wasn't going to amount to nothing. And uh, I tell you, and I, anytime somebody tells me uh, that I cannot do something, I make it a point to prove to myself that I can do it. And that's why I stayed in school all of this time, you know, and uh, that's why I'm still in school because life is about learning. And that's why we came up with this title, It's Your Life, because everybody have the opportunity to do uh, and create their own path. Yeah, it's amazing how, you know, you have such a, a positive outlook from where you came from. And you never talk about it negatively, but you talk about the learning experiences that you had and the things that you took from it and that it made you stronger and that it made you the person that you are today. And so uh, when we, you and I first met, we had a lot of the same similarities coming from two different backgrounds. I came from a, a, a similarly poor background in, in Palmer Park, Maryland. It was... Uh, my mother and father were teenagers when I was born, and it was, you know, 14 of us to a two-bedroom house. And all of a sudden, we are thrust into the famous celebrity when my father wins the Olympic gold medal, and, and life changes pretty quickly. So you take life as you see it and take, you know, the good and the bad, and you learn from the situations. But having a positive outlook and being, you know, always, you know, putting that one foot forward and having faith is, uh, I think, one of the greatest things and one of the greatest gifts that we can pass on. So when we talk about it's your life, it, it is. It's truly your life. It's truly your life to make the best of it that you can. And, uh, you know, I'm so honored to be here with you, JC, doing this show. And I hope we were able to help people, you know, with our experiences, the guests that we bring on. And uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to, to doing some great things. And, you know, Ray, and I, and I, I, I know we're going to do some great things because, um, I mean, uh, me and you have been doing a whole lot of things a lot of people don't know over the last six, seven years. I mean, a lot of speaking engagements and uh, a lot of positive things. And, I mean, you're doing a lot of things uh, on the football field where you're coaching and, and you're speaking and, and, you know, you're doing a lot of things uh, with your father. I mean, actually, I think that's where you're at right now. And But... Um, but you're taking the time because we care. We care about, you know, people. We care about yeah, our community. We care. Well, let's, about- let's get the elephant out of the room right now, man, because I, I know my name comes up and people ask me the question all the time. Is your father the, the boxer? Yes, my father is the boxer, Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I had, I had to get out of the way, JC. <laughs> yes. And so... I, um, a lot of things that we're going to talk about is 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 uh, we're going to try to reach all groups, uh, um, from the young, from the uh, young adults, from the youth, uh, from seniors, from everybody, from all of the communities, and um, and I, I tell you, uh, as we uh, mature this show, if the public out there, if you have any input on how we can be make our show better. Um, we are, are open for that. And uh, before we close the show, we're going to give you the information where you can reach out to us. And so, um, Ray, it's, this is an yeah. uh, absolute pleasure uh, teaming with you, and we're going to do great things as we progress. Yeah, my, my hope my hope is, is to, you know, uh, have conversations, open up conversations, tough conversations with people, to explore the journey of life uh, and to uh, to learn from you, to learn from others, 
and hopefully, um, you know, do what we need to do to, to make this world a better place. Uh, you know, and, and it always comes that we're both motivational speakers and, and, and coaches, and we have that positive outlook. Um, but in a world that say, hey, you have so much negativity going on all the time, it, I think it's good to hear some positive stories, some, uh, you know, some hard discussions and uh, a little bit of truth back into the air. So, <laughs> And I tell you, you know, uh, uh, so we got a lot to talk about, but I tell you, uh, we got a great guest coming on next and uh you saw her in the introduction uh at least on uh, we're gonna bring paula shaw to you all in the next segment so uh stay tuned James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life with uh, James Cooley and my co-host uh, Ray, Ray Leonard, Leonard Jr. Jr. Hey. Yes, that's me. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... This guest, a special guest of mine, is a very good friend of mine. I tell you, I've been knowing her for about seven years. Uh, and I tell you, she has become a very, very good friend. And um, she is just wonderful. She supports a lot of the things that we do in my foundation, my J.C. Cooley Foundation. And uh, I want to tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Paula Shaw. And I... I want you guys to know that Paula is a life transitional therapist and grief specialist. And she is also a best-selling author, keynote speaker, a talk show host on her own network, this network right here called Change It Up with Paula Shaw <laughs> on The Answer, AM 1170 and FM 96. For more than 25 years, Paula has been dedicated to helping people navigate the stress of change and challenge. She uses mind, body tools, and techniques to help people ease and eliminate stress, depression, anxiety, and the conditions that they exaggerate like weight, lightweight gain, relationship distress, career challenges, lack of energy, and self-destruction, addict addiction, and uh, lots and lots of other things. She has degrees in education and communication from Long Beach State, as well as graduate counselor's credentials in grief addict disorders from Loyola Marymount. Paula is the author of several books, and you know what? She's going to tell us about some of these books right here, but I'm going to read a few. The Magnificent Seven, 
grief. When will the pain ever end? And her recent book, which uh, I know that I'm going to get a copy of that one, <laughs> saying the right things when you don't know what to say. Uh, so, and here's uh, the right thing to say. Paula has the greatest energy in the world, too. She's like one of the people that when, you, when you're around her, you just feel better. And oh. so I, I'm excited to be uh, interviewing her today. <laughs> Thank you both. How sweet. So without any further delay, Ray, let's, let's uh, bring Paula on. Welcome, Paula. Welcome to <laughs> It's Your Life. Hello, Paula. Thank you, gentlemen. It's my honor to be here. Paula, wow, you know, just uh, all the things that I know personally that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about some of those things. Tell, tell them a little bit about you. I mean, I know uh, you and I talked about uh, a prison, certain prison that you're working with mm-hmm. to help uh, uh, these young men uh, to regain confidence and get back on their feet and yeah. do some things and make themselves uh, ready when they do uh, get out and mm-hmm. transition back into society. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. You know, change is kind of my thing. My show is called Change It Up. My work is about helping people deal with change. And so, you know, going into the prison, it's really very much, uh, I work in, at Donovan State Prison. Well, I volunteer every Tuesday. And I have to tell you, I was just there a couple of days ago, and we sat in a circle, and, and there were a couple of new guys in the group. So we were all introducing ourselves. And I think without exception, every one of us said that this group feels like a family. And every one of us said that Tuesday is our favorite day of the week now because that's the day we come together. And just before we started this show, I was getting a cup of tea at my favorite little coffee shop here, and the gals there were talking to me about what's it like in the prison. And, you know, I think what I'm loving the most is... And I know this group of 18 men that I work with is not necessarily atypical of what most men in prison are like. But what they are is typical or not typical, but they are an example of what's possible when instead of just punishment and labeling them and casting them away, you give them programs, you treat them like human beings, you offer them tools so that they can step into change and turn their lives around, and they do in dramatic oh, me, ways. Yes, uh, Ray? Tell me a little bit about uh, how, you, how you got involved in, in going to the prison signing, because, <laughs> you know, people have perceptions of, of, of prisoners or, or people that uh, have made mistakes in life and, and have to go to uh, be rehabilitated. But uh, yeah. tell, me, tell me what your thought process is and how you got involved with it. Well, and I have to tell you, my own son is not terribly happy about me going into a prison every week. But I originally went. I went with my spiritual teacher, Brahman Kiri, who does this beautiful meditation group and works with the guys, helping them understand their how to work with their inner child and heal their childhood wounds and a lot of that. And then uh, one of the times I was there with her, I met a woman named Mariette Formeau, who later was on my radio show, and she is doing a program called Brilliance Inside. And, and that's what we try to stress to these guys, that they are brilliant, that even if there's a label called convict or criminal on them, that doesn't mean they're not beautiful human beings and that they don't have brilliance. 
And originally, this group was formed to put on a TEDx event. And they have had two TEDx events at the, at the prison. And usually people are thrilled if they get a 30 or a 40 rating from the TEDx people. These events got up in the 90s, like some wow. of the highest ratings possible, totally put on by the guys. So wow. when you give men an opportunity, this happens to be a men's prison. I'm sure the same could be said for women. When you give them an opportunity to create something and, and to be useful, I mean, it's like the driving force of these men right now is to be of service, to try to do some things that will affect people on the outside, like what you guys are doing. We're now creating a study guide that will be used by high school kids when reading a book called Writing After Life which was put together four different authors, men who had life sentences, but then got a second chance, wrote their story. And these four stories come together in this book, and it will be shared with high school students. Maybe we can even get it into your programs, guys. Um, and my guys are so dedicated to creating this quality guide that will really help kids to understand, just like the message of the show, it's your choice. And at any given moment, we all have the choice to choose something that could better our life or choose something that may take our life in the wrong direction and maybe even completely ruin it. Just so uh, that that is absolutely wonderful. And uh, I mean, that would be great if they could get those in the curriculum in the schools, because uh, I believe that. You know, the schools need to understand um, that, um, you know, there are, are things out there that, that could per, potentially prevent them from going to prison or mm. falling into Absolutely. that type of life, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, it's interesting. The guys in discussion just a, a week or so ago were saying a point that I think is so true. We are all one bad decision away from being in prison. Absolutely. Think about that. No matter what your circumstances, how you grew up, we're all one bad decision away from going to prison. And you know what I mean? Uh, and I, I talk about that in my new book, mm-hmm. uh, Country Boy, City Boy Journey, uh, that uh, ain't over yet. We talk about some of the decisions and some of the things that I went through mm-hmm. that uh, I probably could have easily been a statistic, uh, uh, but choices, mm-hmm. and I tell you, making the right decisions and thinking things out yeah. um, can also prevent that, but we have to be able to kept, capture our youth, our young adults, and our community attention that um, these are some of the things that we need to do because just like the title of our show, It's Your Life, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's all about the choice and the choices that you make. And, you know, I love what your group stands for because literally just two days ago in a conversation with one of the guys, I was saying, you know, so what happened? Because this guy is brilliant. He's incredibly creative. He's aware of what's going on. And I said, you know, I feel like you went to a great school and all that. You know, what was missing? You know, how did this happen to you? And you know what he said, JC and Ray? He said, nobody encouraged me. I could do well in school, but I didn't really care. And my parents didn't encourage me. 
And what you guys stand for is just the opposite. You're all about encouraging, providing the mentorship, providing the leadership, you know, that the kids need. And I think we all need to remember, it doesn't matter what our economic level is, that without encouragement, kids of, of any economic level going to the best schools can still get discouraged, can still get depressed, can still get caught up in anxiety, and can still say, this is too hard, I don't care, I'm out. Amazing. So, so let me ask you this question, Paula. Uh, what, what was it in, in your background that, that gave you this energy to want to help others? You know, because you know, a lot of us can nowadays can get just caught up in our lives and just think it's just about me. Um, but, but giving back to others and, and being able to, to pass that information on to try to help somebody else. It's, it's, it seems like more difficult nowadays than it used to be. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And that's a great question, Ray. You know, I think it was just the values that my parents instilled in me because unlike you two, I didn't grow up in extreme poverty. I grew up in a middle-class home. My parents, by the way, got married on my mother's 18th birthday, and they're still together in their 90s now, so I'm pretty rare. That my That's a whole other show. Yeah. <laughs> they got married and lived that long. True. <laughs> um, you know, I was loved. Uh, lots of good stuff was there. We went to church every Sunday. You know, it was just... I think a good upbringing. And I, I tell you what, hey, let's, let's hold it. I want to finish this. We're going to take, take a station break right now. So uh, <laughs> okay. uh, we'll be back shortly with Paula Shaw, and we're also going to bring Erica. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you an important message about AM 1170, The Answer's official contest rules and regular... Wait a minute, we're interrupting their broadcast for rules on winning stuff? Just read what's on the paper. You must be at least 21 years young to enter, and if your original prize isn't available, we'll give you something of equal or greater value. One winner per household, and you can only win once every 60 days. And we're not responsible for any lost prizes that get lost in the mail if we send them out to you. And prizes may not be substituted or redeemed for cash or made available for resale. You've got 60 days to claim your prize at our main studios. We're open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You know the complete rules are available online 24-7 and free? Wait, what? Yeah, just visit am1170theanswer.com and click on the About Us tab. Cue the fast-talking guy. Employees of AM1170 The Answer and its affiliated advertising agencies, licensees, participating in promotional sponsors, other radio stations in the San Diego metropolitan area, and members of their immediate families are ineligible to participate and win. Kay here of the Andrea Kay Show, heard weekdays at 6 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Prager, Gorka, Elder, Horn, Martin, and me, Andrea Kay, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life with James Cooley and 
Ray Leonard Jr. once again. You know, uh, Ray, you and Paula were, was having, I, I would like to <coughs> finish up that. I mean, I would, I would I'd like to hear the end of what, what she said before we took a station break. So, Paula, can you recap that a little bit? And That was absolutely fantastic. Yes. Ray was asking me, uh, where did I get this this um, drive to help others? Because that's true that my whole life is about that. My, my radio show, my, my counseling practice, you know, my work with the guys. It is all about that. And I was saying that I, I think I can, I, I mostly have to just credit my mom and dad and a lovely family that I grew up in. We went to church every Sunday. You know, we, we just had those values that uh, it's better to give than receive. And in fact, we grew up with a, um, a little line of wisdom that I, has its pros and its cons. It was um, God first, others second, me third. But what I've discovered as a counselor is sometimes we have to put ourselves second and take care of ourselves so we have something left to give others. Because we can run a little dry. The well can get dry if we put others first all the time. So we have to balance that piece. But I think it was just always something that was part of what we were taught, you know, at home, that giving and helping others is why we're here on the earth. And, you know, that's that's great because you and I are Rotarians. Yes, we are. It's, uh, it's all about service. What do you before- think, James? Rotarians or rotaries. Rotarians. Oh, <laughs> you got you can help me out sometimes. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, for those out there that uh, are rotary, we have several. Uh, we got millions of folks that are in rotary across the world, mm-hmm. and it's all about uh, service before self. It's all about thinking of others before you think of the I, the me, and the my. Because it's not about the I, the me, the my. It's about the we, the us, and the ours. And mm-hmm. so, and that's how uh, I believe that uh, we all are here for that purpose <laughs> is to help build each other up and help, you know, show love to everyone. And, Paula, and a lot of the things that I know that you're doing, I mean, uh, when people have tragedies, uh, et cetera, they come to you and, and you are the person that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, help get them back on track. Can, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. I'm, I, I guess you're referring to my work with grievers. Yes. And, uh, yeah, both of the, the other books I wrote, I wrote three. The first one was Working With Your Chakra System, Chakras, The Magnificent Seven. Um, the second one was called Grief, When Will This Pain Ever End? And, actually, I was, I was inspired to write that book because in one in a one-month period, my former husband and our dog of 14 years died, both of them. And wow. my children and I really were going through a tough time. And I used a lot of the tools from energy psychology and the tools I used in my practice on myself. And uh, the, uh, Sammy, the dog, died in August. Gary was in—no, Sammy was July. Gary was in August. By October, two months later, I was sitting with a client, and he was telling me about a tragedy that happened with his dog. And I looked at him, and I said, I don't know exactly how you feel, but I have a fairly good idea. because I, too, just lost my dog a couple of months ago. And he looked at me, and he said, are you on meds? And I said, 
no, I'm not. But clearly, I was in a pretty great place. And it was hard for him to believe. And a lot, a lot of people going through grief think it's a life sentence, you know, that they're never going to feel better, that they're never going to feel alive again. And so I realized I need to write this book and share with people what I did to get through my grief. And that was how that book was born. But so that was kind of the cornerstone. And then saying the right thing when you don't know what to say was born out of years of sitting and listening to clients say nobody brought it up. Nobody said anything after they'd been through some horrible tragedy, right? And I know why that is, because people don't know what to say. They're so uncomfortable, and they don't want to make it worse. And if you seem like you're okay, they don't want to bring it up and now upset you. So that's why I thought, okay, I got to write this book about saying the right thing when you don't know what to say, because those conversations are the ones that really help us grow and really help us heal. Yeah, I love, I love the title of that book and then just love, love the whole concept behind it. Uh, I get tongue-tied quite a bit myself trying to figure out what to say sometimes. Uh, but it's it's great to have that tool. Uh, and and I, I think it's uh, timely that you put that out. Oh, thank you, Ray. Thank you. Yeah, I love that little book. And the nice thing about it is it's a little book. So most people say they can read it in one setting, you know, a little over an hour and it's done. And then they have the five principles down of, you know, what you need to include in a meaningful conversation. I'm I'm about halfway through. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> I, came, I came from the from the Prince George's County school system. So I was a little bit slower, but I was the first person in my family to ever go to college. So, Oh, wow. Hey, you know what? Yeah. I was, too. That's very cool. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. many of them have now, but I was, too. We're changing the cycle. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> and, you know, all, all the things that, uh, that, that you're doing out there, um, and our audience need to know if you are experiencing uh, any type of issue, grief, or concern, Paul is going to tell you. How, how can they reach you on that, Paul? How can, how can people that might want to talk to you? Yeah. How, how can they get in touch with you? They can reach me best uh, through my website, paulashaw.com, um, or paula at changeitupradio.com is also a way to reach me. So those are the best ways. And if you're looking for a speaker on these particular kinds of topics, my website for that is paulashawspeaks.com. So... Um you, you you heard what she said, and you know I tell you, Paula, that that is absolutely fantastic, and, it, and it's good to know and have that information because we all go through issues, mm-hmm. concerns, problems, and we don't know who or what. Just just like your title book, uh, yeah, we don't know what to say. <laughs> right? We don't know what to say. You know, so, so and thanks. so many times when you don't say anything then that per person is left even more wounded because they think now nobody cares enough to say anything. And all the while, we were just scared we were going to make it worse. Absolutely right. right. You know, well, I, how I t- do you think that translates with, with the younger generation now? Because I know the younger generation, um, there is a lot less communication. Everybody's just mm-hmm. texting. We don't talk like when we were growing up uh, because they have the, the tools of technology. What do you, how do you think that, that translates now? I think you're absolutely dead on. I mean, we need more just face-to-face conversation today. You know, I've, I've heard stories from other mothers that their daughters had were having slumber parties, and they wondered what was going on because it was so quiet. 
And they walked in the room, and all the girls were sitting in the same room texting each other. <laughs> right. That, that sounds like dinner at my house. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we got to start talking. Yeah, we got to start talking. And, you know, I'll tell you what, we're going to change this up a little bit because I want to introduce uh, um, uh, I want to introduce you to this young lady. Okay. Uh, this young lady. I, mean, I, I know this young lady, and I am so proud of the things that she is doing. Uh, she was one, my second intern in my program, and the, the program that I put her into as an internship, uh, she has blossomed into that, and now, and she's going to tell you a little bit, bit about that. Now she's one of the leaders in that program. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to, like to introduce you to Erica Parada. She's a graduate student at Cal State San Marcos, and she is majoring in um, social work. Actually, she's going to be graduating in May with her master's awesome. degree. Congratulations, Erica. <laughs> you know, you. She is a wonderful person. Erica, how are you doing, and welcome to the show. Hi, Mr. Cooley. I'm doing good. I'm so excited to be here and talk a little bit about my experience at the J.C. Cooley Foundation. As you know from that long essay I made you read, I loved your program and just be, being part of it and feel like you opened so many opportunities for me, even though I wasn't a part of your program. I was an intern in your program. I learned so much, and I feel like I was just like one of those kids in there just learning so much, and opportunities were opening, and you got me into Marietta Unified School District, where I was tutoring and mentoring foster youth that were um, that were failing, and then from there, you got me into Oak Grove um, Treatment Center, where now I'm still there two years later. <laughs> yeah, for, for those of you out here that, that uh, when she mentioned the essay, actually, it was a, a, her senior project that she was doing. And that piece of writing was so magnificent. I put that in my new book. I put the whole thing in, in, my, in my new book. And Erica, you are an inspiration uh, to many. And uh, the things that you did in, in uh, Myriad Unified School District, working with those uh, youth, high school and middle school kids that were struggling, that had no idea what they was doing, and you got a lot of them through and where they caught up, their grades improved. Uh, you put a whole lot of time uh, working with them. And so um, I'm just so graceful for all the things that you have done because you have changed those lives. And, and right now you're working at Oak Grove, uh, Oak Grove uh, School, uh, which uh, these are kids that uh, are foster kids, kind of like it's a group home. And uh, a lot of them parents do, do not want them around. Um, and a lot of them run away from home, and they are just torn and don't know which direction to go. Mm-hmm. So Erica has been working there almost about two years, two and a half years. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, and she has moved up, and she's really has changed a whole lot of uh, lives out there. And um, you know, uh, just doing the right things. And um, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about all of those things and more. So uh, Erica. You know, just want to say thanks for what you're doing. And um, we're going to take a break in a minute. And uh, then we're going to get back and and talk to Erica a little bit more deep about some of the things that she's doing. 
Uh, but prior to taking a break, I want to kind of throw a plug in on my book, uh, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet. My book can be purchased in Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Amazon Kindles, anywhere where books are sold, Target, Walmart, everything. Most of the things that Ray and I are going to talk about, a lot of them are going to come directly out of my book. So, uh, so uh, go out and get my book, and you'll see some of the things that we're talking about. So we're going to take a break right now. We'll be back with It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life with James Cooley and... Ray Leonard Jr. Uh, <laughs> hey, Ray, you know, we, was, we, was, we was talking to Erica. Erica is going to go into a little bit more detail on what she does and how she is improving lives over in the group home and Oak Grove. So, Erica, tell oh, us. I, I, I have some tough questions for Erica when, when she's ready. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> All right. So um, a little bit about Oak Grove. Um, Tammy Wilson is the CEO of Oak Grove, and Tammy is just amazing. And I think this is just a testament of who Tammy is and what she does at the program. We have um, a 75-bed facility, and she knows every kid's name, no matter how long they've been there. And these kids can walk around hating everyone in the world, hating staff, hating every resident, and they see Tammy and their face lights up. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's just such a testament as to what Tammy's doing and how she interacts with the kids because I could barely remember my own name half the time. And she remembers 75 other names and every staff member that walks through campus. And she's just doing amazing things over there. And um, recently she, not recently, I guess it's been a while now that the boys have been attending um, the J.C. Cooley Foundation um, Inspirational Breakfasts once a month. And it's so funny because those kids, um, when I first started going there, they're like, I know you. I know you. You were at that breakfast, right? They're like, do you know the three, the 4C song? And I was like, um, yes, I do. <laughs> and they're just walking around campus singing the 4Cs. And I just think it's so funny. And um, it just shows how much they actually pay attention because sometimes I talk to them and I'm like, they're not even listening. And then here they are memorizing the 4C song, talking about Mr. Cooley's program and I just think it's awesome that they're able to be a part of that and that Tammy is able to make that connection happen and to keep it going because what your program is doing is what I think, in my opinion, that all these kids need because I know growing up, I was in similar situations as some of these kids and having that motivation, somebody just telling me, like, you can do it or this is how you do it or 
just you can do it and there's hope and there's someone out there that actually cares is what these kids need and they come from the breakfast and those kids are not morning people but they will get up to go to that breakfast once a month <laughs> so, so erica what, what what was it that that made you want to start helping others well, um, when I was younger, I was also in foster care. So um, my family, my birth mother and father, they didn't, um, they they weren't able to take care of me. They were really young. I had, similar to Mr. Cooley, many siblings. And um, if it wasn't for my grandparents taking me in, I probably would have been at Oak Grove at one point or another. But I was able to um, be raised by my grandparents, who I, in my words, saved my life. And I just, they always were just telling me that it doesn't matter how your past was or what your background was that you can do it if you want to and they were always motivating me and inspiring me to do more and go to school and be the first in our family to do it and not let the lack of opportunities I had maybe as a young kid to be in that private school or whatnot to to influence me negatively but just to move forward and they always gave me the tools that I needed and that's what got me into Mr. Cooley's program because I was like, this is what I needed. This is what my parents did for me in like a small sense at home, but just being a part of something bigger that's spreading it to so many more students and so many more kids as well. I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to be a part of this program in any way that I can. And luckily, Mr. Cooley picked me to be his intern and I was able to do that. And, and you, you, you have done a tremendous job for folk. For those out there that don't understand the, the four C's, <laughs> <laughs> the four C's is the foundation of the J.C. Cooley uh, program. And basically, the four C's stand for create, collaborate, commit with confidence. And they, those are the pillars that we teach, uh, not just uh, um, at the high school or middle school or level, but we teach that in life. And Ray, Ray has been a, a very big portion of that, and that's my partner in crime, uh, <laughs> and making sure that uh, we instill uh, uh, this into uh, uh, all communities, anybody that might need help. Because if you utilize, create, collaborate, commit with confidence, that leads to what we call the big C. That's character. character. And life is about character. Right, Ray? <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. That that shows and characters what you do when no one else is looking. How you react when you know, you're in situations that uh, you may be able to take advantage of something, but the things that you learned and the things that you were taught, and um, you as a person, who you truly are, uh, that shows your your true character. And uh, you know, when I met JC, I knew him to be a person of character. Um, my grandfather always told me, when you know better, you do better. And so I think that's what all of us are trying to do, you know, especially you know, with the show and the things that we do in the community. And uh, just uh, it's, 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 I'm inspired to be with you know, Paula and, and Erica to see the things that the young folks are doing, you know, what Erica's doing. And, you know, that, that encourages you to, to think that, you know, we're, we're, we're in a much better place to, you know, going forward. And so uh, what are some of the things uh, that, um, and this is for each of you, what are some of the things that we can do to help be a better character? Paula. Ooh, wow. I think a lot of it is exactly what you're doing. Encouragement, you know, children and adults. We all feel sort of alone sometimes. We wonder if anybody cares or if anybody notices us. And I think feeling seen, heard, and understood 
is important to every human being. And you're providing that. You know, I'm trying to provide that in the different populations I'm working with. It's, it's like magical. Seen, heard, and understood. We all want it. We all want it because, you know, we, we want uh, uh, the folks around us uh, to be better. Just like what uh, Ray just said, if, when, when you know better, you do better. Yeah. You know, so uh, and it's all about character building and it's all about being that role model uh, uh, for others to see. And because um, you never know who's watching you. You never know who is paying attention to you. So you have to show great character, and you have to develop those types of things. And that's what we try to instill into uh, our youth, our, our communities, and every every kid and their parents that come to my program. They leave the program knowing what the four C's are. <laughs> and many of them are going to have that song locked into their head, and they are going to live by those standards. I'm dying to hear that song. Okay, I tell the audience out there, you know, this is confidence. It's like Paula mentioned to you a little bit. It's called Create, Collaborate, Then We Commit With Confidence. Yeah. So it's all about <laughs> it's all about confidence, you know, instilling confidence and knowing that you can do this. When, even when many tell you that you cannot do it, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. That light inside of you, because we are all born with what I call birthrights, and birthrights are confidence, courage, hope. Belief and most importantly, faith. And we all have that thing inside of us that called purpose. And purpose is once we discover what that is, that our purpose is. And sometimes, you know, we, it, it might take you 30 or 40 years, but we're hoping that that's not the case. <laughs> we're hoping that it takes you as quickly as possible. But everybody, I believe, have to discover what their purpose is uh, in this world. And um, I believe that, um, and I'm a believer, and it's not a uh, gospel show or nothing like that, but uh, we are here for a purpose, but we are here to bring enlightenment to others. And that's one of the reasons why Ray and I teamed up to do this show. And uh, it's because everyone has a choice, has a choice. And it's your life to make sure that... uh, you understand what it is. But as long as you know that you have a birthright, that everybody has the same birthright, but confidence, courage, hope, belief, most importantly, faith, but you have a different birthright that's your fingerprint that makes you special. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing to, to have you know, great people around that um, that want to do positive things. And if you want to find out, you know, kind of what, you know, some things that I'm doing, uh, you can go to our next speaking engagement. Uh, it's uh, www.gamebeyondthegame. Uh, it's a new program that helps athletes uh, overcome and transition after they're uh, done with playing because when the lights go out, it's hard to kind of find your identity and what defines you. And then if you need more information on me, uh, just go to RayLeonardJr.com. And um, Paula and Erica, do you want to give them information on where they can find uh, more information about you if they want to get in touch with you? 
Yeah, paulashaw.com is probably the best place for me, or changeitupradio.com. <laughs> Erica's I mean, talk to me in two months when I'm a professional social worker, and I'll probably have. Well, you already a professional, but you know we we, we have information on uh, Erica. But when we, but you know about me, you guys know you can reach me. Uh, I'm pretty much everybody know what my number is. Also, you can reach me at. Uh, uh, you can reach me on my Facebook. You can also um, uh, reach me on my book www.jamescooleytheauthor.com um, uh, YouTube uh, uh, you can reach me you can reach out to us so do you have a TikTok yet James? not yet <laughs> <laughs> you know I tell you we're going to close this up but this has been an absolute pleasure and Paula and Erica thanks so much Thanks so much. And Ray, man, it's uh it's uh, we we got a lot of things that we're gonna discuss in the next uh few shows. So we asking everybody to stay tuned. We got great things coming your way. This it's your life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Join James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.